Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Right, so the city has now formalized the, the process by which individuals can, can apply to, to have emotional support animals. Now, obviously, if you're talking about dogs or cats, that, that's not an issue. Those are animals that, that people already can have as pets. But some issues have arisen recently where, for example, uh, there was a case involving somebody and, and a chicken that they said was their emotional support animal. Now, otherwise, having a chicken as a pet would not be allowed. That's considered livestock. So do, do we need a, a process by which those kinds of animals, if it's for that reason, and it is legitimate, that we can make exceptions? So that's the, the direction the city of Calgary has, has gone in uh, since those, those controversies arose. To ensure then that, that we have kind of a balance here, where people are not trying to find a, a backdoor into having, you know, a, some kind of farm in their backyard. But ensuring that the people who have a need for emotional support animals, even maybe in what might seem like an unconventional way, that that can be accommodated. Uh, so that's the balance the city is trying to strike. Uh, it was announced today that Calgarians can now apply to keep livestock emotional support animals, L-E-S-A, as they're known. So... Uh, joining us to talk a bit more about how, how this is going to work, uh, we're pleased to welcome to the program uh, Alika uh, Coley, who is a business and policy analyst uh, with Calgary Community Standards. Alika, thank you so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. So let, let's get an understanding then of, of how this is going to work. So if, if somebody is going to have a, a livestock emotional support animal, they, they will need to go through this process then, correct? That's right. And so how does this work? So we have a fairly simple process, uh, basically to ensure and balance the needs and emotional well-beings of Calgarians with the welfare and appropriate care of animals, and also, you know, really considering the realities of living in an env- in, in an urban environment. Sorry, we've put forward four requirements. <clears throat> Excuse me. These four requirements are, uh, number one, we are requesting the applicant to provide a letter from a licensed psychologist or a psychiatrist. We are also requesting contact information of a licensed veterinarian who can take care of these animals. Uh, thirdly, we are requesting an alternate location where these animals can be rehomed should we revoke the permit or due to any unforeseen circumstance. And last but not the least, we are requesting the applicants that they must meet the needs of planning and development, city's planning and development department, so that in case they have to shelter the animals to house them on their yard, uh, these requirements should be met. So let's, let's, yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry, so those are the four requirements we've put forward for an applicant to apply to be able to get a permit. And who who reviews that application? How, How does that work? Absolutely. So the, these applications will actually be reviewed by um, by our sergeants and the inspector. However, the chief has a final decision. The chief is the one who's going to sign and give the permit to allow livestock as emotional support animal on the property. Now, this might not be appropriate for all, all properties. And I guess part of the process is to, to ensure that it is... Uh, a proper home for that particular animal. So that involves, I guess, going to the property, going to the site to to inspect it? 
Absolutely, Rob. That's a really good point. So in order to ensure that the welfare and care, appropriate care of the animal is taken care of, we will be scheduling a site visit. So once we have these requirements that we've put forward, uh, we will review the application. And when I say we, I mean the inspector, the sergeant, they're going to review the application. If they're satisfied, the applicant will be contacted so that a site visit can take place where the um, where the officer or the sergeant is going to see if there is enough space to be able to keep the animal in question. Okay, and once, so, yeah. And once that is approved, if, if we, once we do the site visit, when we are satisfied, we will be uh, requesting the applicant to come over, make the payment, and to take the permit. So wh- which animals fall into this category then? So at this point, we're only considering livestock. So this includes animals like chicken or potbelly pig or miniature horses. Those are the animals that we're really um, expecting applications on. Because, you know, Rob, uh, as you may know, it is important that the size of the property and size of the animal is is important. So we can, for example, if somebody wants to keep a cow or a horse, um, it may not be the best situation, not only for the citizen, but also for the animal and the community members. So we want to make sure that there is a good fit. Right. So so are, are horses and cows explicitly excluded from this, or would it really have to depend on, you know, somebody who has, for example, a lot of space, you know, it would have to be a unique kind of situation? Absolutely. So you answered the question. So we will be reviewing each application on a case-by-case basis. And yes, maybe somebody has, and I'm just making it up as I go, has a a property lot as big as six houses. And then sure, maybe they do have the requirements to be able to keep a cow and the cow's welfare is going to be taken care of. And we wouldn't be worried that, you know, there's not enough green space for the cow. So those are some of the things we will be looking into. And that is why we review every application as it comes in. All right. But as you say, though, this does pertain specifically to livestock. So anything else that might be considered kind of an exotic animal, like a monkey or a peacock or something, that, that would fall outside of this. Absolutely, because yeah. according to the federal and provincial legislation, um, these exotic animal and wildlife is prohibited. So that is why those animals will not even be considered. Only livestock will be. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's good to clarify this. More details at calgary.ca. Uh, Aliga, thank you so much for joining us here today. Appreciate this. No worries. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. Take care. Uh, that's uh, Alika uh, Coley uh, with the City of Calgary, Business and Policy Analyst with Calgary Community Standards. Uh, so... There is a process now that if if uh, people need to get this kind of an animal approved, I don't think there's going to be that many, uh, but there is uh, an involved process here. So as she says, you would need a letter from a licensed psychologist or a psychiatrist recommending that animal as part of a treatment program for mental health. You would need the contact information of a licensed veterinarian that can provide specialized care for that animal. You would need an alternate home for the animal outside of Calgary should the permit be revoked or if the owner is no longer able to care for that animal. Before the permit is granted, a site visit would be conducted to verify that the yard has the necessary space to properly care for that animal. The city's planning and development requirements must also be met in the event that a structure to house the animal is is built by the owner, like, for example, some kind of a, a chicken coop. So it was October of last year when that uh, bylaw was amended to allow livestock as emotional support animals. So the city says they are meeting the needs of Calgarians while ensuring animal welfare remains a top priority. 
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.